This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. I'll go back to watching loose women. Put my feet up. <laughs> do you think? And... Do you think he watches loose women, Roy Hodgson? Of course he, of course do he, does. he does. Of course he does. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter attack. Forestieri. Hard to believe this. Here's Hodge. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Carl. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I am wonderful, sir. You, you good self? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I want to start, actually, with some thank yous. People that came down to see us at the bunker on Saturday before the Brighton game. Thank you to Wayne uh, for buying us a beer. Very much appreciated. Thank you to Ian as well. Uh, it's very good to see you. There's another chap that I spoke to whose name I didn't get, but we did end up talking about my second favourite subject after Watford, which is cruising. Uh, so <laughs> if that was you, thank you very much. It was lovely to meet you as well. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just I, I didn't assume that was going to be the, the case there, cruising being your second choice. If you've been on a cruise, you end up being a cruise bore, unfortunately. Okay. I've been on five, so I love them. They are the best holidays you can ever have. I'm not going to go into that now, uh, but if anybody wants to talk to me about cruising, just, just approach me. Yeah, or, or just approach me if you see me at the football and I'll, I'll guide you through the, the world of cruising. Uh, and to anybody else that came and saw us as well, Thank you very much. It was a great time yeah. down there, and we had a few beers bought, which was absolutely fantastic. So we did, we did, yeah. Massive thank you to everyone. That's uh, people are actually coming up to me and say you're you're the guy from the podcast, which blows my mind. It feels a bit weird, but um, yeah, no, but keep honestly. doing it because we like keep it. Obviously, doing it. Yeah, so, yeah, I do keep... like it. I have to admit, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, 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 huge, huge thank yous. I can only imagine what Pete is going to say to that. <laughs> I know exactly what he's going to say to that. <laughs> 
Um, so we put out on our social media the other day, you know, ask us some questions and we'll try and answer them. You've been brilliant with your questions. They're really, really good. Going to start with a very strong one here. This is from Peter Ryan. It's actually a two-part question, but the first part I think is excellent. He said, uh, only the rookery left to name after somebody at Watford. Who should it be? Somebody or nobody? The Barnes and Blissett? So that's the first part of his question. So obviously this is in relation to the fact that the family stand is now the Anne Swanson family stand. Rightly so. I remember Anne, when I was a junior Hornet, I used to go on the coaches and stuff to away games. She was always trying to get the songs going and stuff. Absolutely lovely lady. No one deserves it more than Anne. But the Rookery, who do you think we should have the Rookery named after? Got to be Lou Blissett for me. Yeah, I think you're right, mate, to be honest. There's still no one more legendary at that club. Whichever way you look at the statistics, appearances, goals scored, work within the community. So eventually... Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, so it could be the Luther Blissett stand or the Luther Blissett Rookery or something yeah. similar. Yeah, I can't. I, it, there's no one else near, is there? Really, I can't think of no, anybody no, else. No. You know, who, and and like you've, you've just covered off there when you you talk about our club, community club, uh, family club. Is there anyone more deserving of it than, than Luther Blissett? I don't think so. I, no. I think anybody that wants to to throw up some names isn't going to touch him from a foot a footballing point of view or somebody from Watford from from you know from the town no so there you go we we expect at some point in the next couple of seasons for it to be known I, as the Luther Blissett stand we demand we demand we demand of course there is already a Luther Blissett stand on Soccer AM or there used to be uh, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that... Oh, there you go. That's answered that very quickly, actually. The second part of his question was, uh, favourite fantasy shirt sponsor, past or future? Uh, that's pretty tricky. I've been sort of scratching my head there thinking, who would Ooh. I like as a as a sponsor on our shirts? It's, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I mean, the Happy Egg Co. didn't last very long, did they? They were, they were thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> Bless them. See ya. Um, cool, that is a tough one. That is a tough um, one, isn't it? I, I mean, just on sponsorship, I always remember when we got Tosh, Toshiba thinking, come on, we've 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 come on leaps and bounds here. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't know. I, I hope we never go to like, you know, when we're, they're talking about naming the, the stadium, are yeah. you taking it away from Vicarage Road? Yeah. And into a bit like the Etihad and and Manchester City and and so forth. Ooh, who do I, a Playboy? That would be lovely. <laughs> yeah, well none of them can score at the moment, so that would be uh... <laughs> Yes. Boom. <laughs> Get in Justin. I'll I'll dish him up, you smash him down. There you go. Fantastic. <laughs> uh the next question comes in from Frederick Gustavson. This is a question that I, I don't think either of us will know the answer to, but we can probably give it a stab. Uh, we'll make it up. Or make it up, yeah. Which players are the ones who constantly create a bad mood in the locker room as soon as it starts to go bad, and who always blame the coach and leak everything? Is it old players, or is it just the way it is here? Many thought that we'd removed most of the people who complained. Now, I've got absolutely no idea who that would be. I wouldn't even want to cast aspersions. No, um, no. But what I will say is someone... I think might be saying something, but I wouldn't like to point fingers, to be honest. No, no. I, I mean, it'd be wrong for us to do so. I mean, clearly, there, I mean, we can talk about it. Uh, there was a lot of rumours around um, Troy Deeney towards the end of his time at Watford causing, you know, niggles within the dressing room and, and, and the manager. Uh, Andre Gray, similar scenario. You know, I, I think it, it's, a, it's a real valid question in the sense of there clearly is something wrong in there. It would be 
inappropriate and stupid for, for us to sit here and go, in my opinion, so-and-so has got a negative attitude because he looks grumpy. Yeah, yeah. Um, or whatever it is. Uh, clearly, there's something not right at the club. We, we know that. We know that's fans. You know, um, Saturday, just gone, the Brighton game was the end of it for me, the end of my tether. With regards to just you were there really going, giving them pelters at the oh, end of that game, mate. I lost, well, I, lost it. I say I lost the end it. of the game with ten minutes still to go. The second goal went in, and I've yeah. never seen anyone spring up and just shout as much as you gave our team. I was like, here he goes, he's off on yeah. one ear. Yeah, I just, and and purely for look, we we we. I think I've said this before. We're um, used to losing. I'm, I'm quite comfortable at losing with regards to my my football team, but what I won't accept and what I won't put up with is complete and utter disregard for us as fans, you know, for, for just not putting the effort in and, and just not showing any want and desire. And it's gone on too long for me. And I, and I think it just got to the point where I'd, I'd had enough. Just it the way boiled over, that, mate. That, it absolutely that, boiled it over. Yeah, boiled over everywhere. And everyone got up. You know, there was a lot of people that left at that point because the writing was on the wall for, for most of that game. And, you know, this isn't the podcast to go into it in, in depth, but I think it, it, li- it links in very nicely to that question. Yeah. But clearly there is something amiss at the football club. Roy's comments at the end of the game, we spoke about it last night. In Very gym, weird. Everyone, yeah. in the gym. Um, <laughs> we spoke about it last night. Very odd thing to say. Um, I've I've looked up today the, the meaning of gun-ho and none of what I see before me, you know, shows no. what that team did. It, you know, the complete polar opposite of, yeah. of what, what he said. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was almost calling out the fans. Yeah. Yeah, to a degree. To a, I, I think you can take it that way, and nobody can call us out. Nobody can. Uh, you know, I for me personally, I go home the way. I nearly didn't bother with Villa, but I know what will happen. They'll go and win five 0 and I'll miss it again. So I I'm think going. That's, that's a bold claim. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, it's a very bold. Claim. <laughs> it's a very bold claim. I've been drinking yeah. again. I, I think. think you have. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not about that. It's about the fact that we, you know, we do turn up and we do pay our money, and we, we've said it before. Don't treat us like customers we're, we're, we're fans and I've got a right to stand there and call those you know I wasn't rude no you weren't rude but so, you were no, you were saying yeah. what you felt and I, it was literally I, as the ball was went in the net I saw you jump yeah. up and you were you were going for it and I was trying to say I was you, on the step you were I was, on the step. I was trying to say you yeah. Carl I'll talk to you later I'm off but you were having none of it mate you were in the zone you were <laughs> you were really I was like I was out on Vicarage Road and I could still hear you I think I could still hear Carl <laughs> inside the ground he's really going for it there yeah so oh, yeah I mean it was just dreadful wasn't that bright game it was probably the worst display this season I would have thought and we've, we've said that we've said that a few times we said that a few times but I mean you know you've, you're losing to Liverpool 5-0 at home I accept especially as we've just got a brand new manager he hasn't had time to work with him blah 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 blah. losing to West Ham 4-1 you know I, I kind of accept um, because Ranieri was coming to the end of his tenure and we were all sort of questioning him but no disrespect to Brighton but come on it's Brighton they're flying by but the way they're, they're eighth, flying. So yeah, they're, they're, they're flying. doing really well but you would fancy yourselves against Brighton at home and uh-huh. You fancy to get something out of it. And I, I said to you yesterday, I said, Brighton have got, in my opinion, on that left side of that pitch, defence up to midfield, one of the best left sides in the Premier League. And, and they, they showed that. All, all the all their attacking was, was down that side. Yeah. That is what it is. We, we can't change that. We move on. But yeah, great, great question there. I think that's, that's opened a few doors there. Jason Fark has said, uh, new manager next season, a new strategy or back to the usual? Good question there. Um, great question. Well, I suppose it depends which 
uh, division we're going to be in. I mean, you know, my thoughts are we're going to be in the championship. I, I can't see us digging ourselves out of this now, barring a miracle. So it, it's likely to be a new manager. I don't know. I think you're going to see a depleted squad. I don't think you're going to see half the players that are with us today playing for us next season. Uh, you know, the likes of Saar aren't going to want to play in the uh, championship again. Dennis ain't going to want to play in the championship. He'll be at Arsenal or Tottenham or somewhere like that. Cleverly's probably going to need to retire. Foster will be off. So by and large... Cathcart, I can't see him stretching out another season. There's a lot of players there that I think are going to not be with us and I think it's going to be a new manager and something new. I think it needs to be because it's gone stale. You know, ever since the cup final, we were we were talking about this as well, ever since the cup final, you know, yes, we had a season that everybody forgets, which ended in promotion and a day at the pond. You know, that did that did happen. But, you know, when it comes to Premier League football, since the, um, the FA Cup final, we've not looked at it at all. Something really, really does need to change. So I think it will be a new manager, new players, and new tactics that's what I hope for yeah inevitability I think Roy has clearly made it the fact that he's here to the end of the season hopefully he gets to the end of the season but you just you've just said it beautifully there it's got to change we, we have to change I, you know I wouldn't be surprised if there was a, is a massive overhaul um, in the recruitment side with regards to the players that are currently up the club because I don't think there's a lot of them that are showing me that they want to be there as you've just said, inevitability is that we're in the championship. The, the likes of Saar, Dennis and so forth won't be there. They won't be part of that. No. Um, but behind the scenes, I think there's already work kind of started with that. I think if you look at the new goalkeeper that's coming in, youthful guy, obviously it's one for the future. You know, we, we touched on Matty Pollock, players like that, players that are out on loan. Espria guy as well, I think we, yeah, we, we spoke yeah, about as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's quite a few, and there's even players that I would I would say players like Hernandez who hasn't really featured this season, but has, in my opinion, a lot of promise. Yeah. Given the opportunities, where, so, where, where do you think Jao Pedro sits? Do you think he's one that would stay? I think he probably is myself. Yeah, because he hasn't done enough for me for for a team to probably if somebody buys him in the Premier League or or Europe whatever it's a risk where he's still young he's still got an opportunity to be to play regularly week in and week out at Watford I think challenged in, in the championship really yeah but I think probably a team let's say well like Brighton maybe maybe even Everton might take a punt on someone like Jao Pedro and just say you know it, it, it really okay yeah I agree but from João Pedro's point of view, does he want to go and sit on Everton's bench because he's not going to play week in and week out with players like Calvert-Lewin and so forth there? Or does he want to play regular first-team football and really start to bang the goals in the championship? Which, he, again, I don't want to curse anyone because I, I said it about Mr Gray. He'll score goals. I'll see if I can find that podcast. Yeah. That's Justin, he'll <laughs> score goals at this level. <laughs> yeah, well, we all know how that went. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Went, this is Carl Went, and there's actually a couple of uh, comments on uh, on this. This guy's fantastic. His name's Carl Went. That's his name. Yeah, you're just a genius. I know. I, I, mean, I know. I'm in awe. It's segueing like you've never seen before. What, what should you do your thing? I know. Okay. Well, he said, uh, "Is it time to organise a protest to hold the board and the <sighs> owners to account?" And tied into that, we've got Emma Stevens saying, "Why are Watford fans so frightened or full of excuses when it comes to expressing how they feel?" peacefully brilliant brilliant that comment there fantastic spot on right spot on i don't think it's time for anything anywhere near that myself no no uh, let yeah let me let me let me put that into into some sort of context the the was it emma emma stevens was it it was yeah Uh, sorry to interrupt your wine there that's okay you carry on So, I've got um, to refresh. I've got to refresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Emma's Emma's point is, is right on par with where I am. The polar opposite to that is what the gentleman 
whoever, whose name has it was Carl Went. Come Carl on, Wendt. How did I forget ten that? seconds ago. Sorry, how on. did I forget that? Yes, Mr. <laughs> Went. I, I completely disagree. Protesting and and being obtuse and obstructive towards the players, the manager, the, the board isn't going to help anyone. And and Roy touched on that on his podcast. You know, there's a way of doing things. There's a way of getting our point across, and it's not to stand outside with pitchforks demanding that our owners go because you, you're only ever one you know mis- uh, decision away from catastrophe in football look at and I've said it before look at the lower divisions the Sunderlands and so forth littered with with mistakes you know if we press the owners as a fan base which we could we could press them to say we we no longer want you you know as, as, a, as a collective and they go who comes in hmm. who you know what what what's going to happen what the what the owners need is somebody to come in with them as an investor as somebody that's going to invest in the club and do it that way. Because I, th- I think their model, although I don't always agree with it, is has been successful. I think there's better ways of, of doing it with regards to how we handle managers and the, and the recruitment and that mad person that's on Twitter that just <laughs> is paid to come on and welcome players. And I still don't know who he is. And I'm dumb. I could I, do I that really, job, mate. I could do that. I know. could do that job. I really want to get him on the podcast. And, uh, my first question, what on earth do you do for the football club? Um, but I, but I'm, I'm sidetracking there. But the, the, the point is, and, and how brilliant it was made there is, we shouldn't be frightened to question what the owners are doing. We shouldn't be frightened as a fan base to say, hang on a minute, you keep sacking manager after manager after manager after manager and we're still in the same position. We're still going back to the championship. I said this when they brought Ranieri in. If we go down, I will say that's a failure. They have failed in, in their in their role as whatever it is. But- do, you, do you think they should have said at the beginning of the season, sorry to Zisco, uh, but you're not going to have any further part in Watford's legacy? Or do you think they were right to give him a go? Put it this way: tough, Would we be a in a worse one, position now no, we if wouldn't. he'd stayed? No, we wouldn't, and we'd probably have, we'd probably still have a little bit of bounce about us, a little bit of more positivity around the place. Hmm. If that all, if that's all he gives us, well, he and I, he actually I, had I, a little bit of that, didn't he? I mean, Ranieri, very dour man. Hodgson hardly makes you want to go out dancing, does he? He's, he's... Hodgson <laughs> makes Hodgson makes me want to go to the garden centre. Yeah, to the garden centre or to put countdown on. Yeah, it's it's yeah, really or, not. Or I, fan, I, I fancy a digestive whenever <laughs> I see him. I mean, if he actually, you know, was producing some blazing football, you go. He knows what he's doing. He's seventy four and he's absolutely. Top, but he's not. <laughs> he's just not really offering us very much at all at the moment. We I, haven't scored a goal under him in no, no. what is it, two hundred and seventy minutes of football. But I don't blame him. I, I I can't get angry with him because he's in, he's inherited an absolute pile of whatnot uh, with, with regards to well. And he, he, he you can say only do that. You can... say a pile of whatnot. We've got Saar, right? Okay, only fit really for the last game. But we got Saar. We got Dennis, who was playing quite well. Jao Pedro, who is a, a sparkling young talent. You know, we've got Sizoko, who tends to be mentioned in sort of my favourite player of the season when you ask people who they really like as a footballer. You know, we have actually got some fairly good footballers there. I, I have to say, they haven't really turned it on for us as a team this season. Um, a lot of individuals. A lot of individuals. It's Hodgson's job to get them playing as a team. I agree. And, and But he needs time. You have to give him time. Yeah, well, we haven't got that, unfortunately. He's going to have to no, put his exactly. finger. So, you know, he, he, as we said, he's on a, he's on a no, he cannot lose. The man, cannot, he can, at any point, can go, do you know what? I don't fancy this countdown's on. I'll go back to watching Loose Women, put my feet up. <laughs> do, you think and, he, do you think he watches Loose Women, Roy Hodgson? Of course he, of course do he does. He does? Of course he does. Really, I had him down as a sort of Discovery it, Channel man. I guarantee so. if me and you sat in the back of his car, you know, and he didn't know we were there, yeah. it's a bit odd, 
uh, yeah, the would we be there? And the, ra- yeah. and the radio came on. It yeah. would be LBC. He would oh, be listening to LBC. Nothing wrong with that, but yeah, I just, I just, I never had him down as a loose women sort of. I suppose 100%. he might be. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You think his wife Mrs. might have Mrs. it on? Mrs. Hodgson r- rules the roost in that house. Yeah, I promise. So you. he sort yeah. of walks in and says, "Oh, hello, dear. What are you watching?" And she says, oh, "Janet, Janet Street Porter's on. I want to watch this." And no, she goes, shh, shh, "Roy, Janet Street Porter's on." Sit down. I'd love this to be true. <laughs> no wonder he wanted to go and manage another team. You know what I mean? With exactly. that to look forward to every day. He, needs- he just wants he wants something to do. It does. That's all it is, and that's all we are. We are basically Roy Hodgson's potted plant. He comes out, yeah. just trims us up a little bit. Yeah. And if it, if we wither and die, yeah. he'll go and buy another one. Yeah. Because he doesn't because he, he's got nothing to lose. It is it's really, really a, a win-win situation yeah, for him. It's, and it's either that or it's, a, that. it's another cream tea at a garden centre. And uh, exactly. he's, he's probably had enough of and that, then, yeah. You know, yeah, we'd all, we'd all do the same. If me and you were offered a job to to get... if we Okay, so here's a job for six months. Yeah. Guess what? If you keep us in the Premier League, you get paid lots and lots of money. If we get relegated and you leave at the end of the season, you get paid lots and lots of money. Mm. Oh, I think we should go for this. I think this, <laughs> I mean, this is a, an amazing opportunity. Yes. And we, should, we should take it with both hands. The so, scones can wait. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they can wait. They'll, they'll yeah. be there when I get back. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, there we go. We sorted that one out. Watford FC Sweden. This is a great question. Uh, why do our players down tools post-Xmas every year when in the EPL? Now, I don't think it is just the EPL. I think it's any no. division we're in. Why did they do it with Javi? who delayed the downing of tools for it to start later and drag on to the following season. This happens regardless of the manager. It bugs me and we can't blame the old school anymore. It happens every year, mate. It happens every yeah, year. I think regardless. If, like, if you're, yeah, if you're of a certain age, uh, the, the one thing I will say, in the playoff years, uh, and I'll use 99 as a, an example, we started pretty terribly in that season. And then from the second half of the season, we really kicked on. Yeah. And we obviously got, got promoted. We are hot or cold. We are hot at cold tap and that's it and there's nothing in between there's no real consistency with our city and there never has been as far as I can remember we either start really well and whimper off after Christmas absolutely yeah or occasionally we, we start poorly and we, we kick on that's the Watford way I guess it is I can't re- ever ever remember a time where we got to Christmas and then kicked on really it's always been Christmas and then struggle till March and then pick up slightly at March it's just the Watford way yeah that, that season where we were smashing the league we were actually romping it yeah that, remember, was, um, yeah, that was Boothroyd in charge when we got yeah, yeah, uh, relegated it. and it was like we're going up we've destroying teams and then, and then jingle bells came on and everyone went whoa yes absolutely we, we did make the playoffs but we got an absolute hiding that year yeah um, it was hull wasn't it it was hull yeah it was thank you very much uh for that question watford uh, FC big sweden. Up the swedish watford supporters yeah absolutely much, much love yeah because roy speaks fluent swedish didn't he yeah roy hodgson amongst other languages do you think he could tell ken semmer where the goal is he should be able to in swedish shouldn't he yeah. just saying yeah, you should be able to. Neil S. It kind of ties into something we've already spoken about. It's a bit more direct, though. Uh, why hasn't Scott Duxbury <laughs> done the right thing and resigned? He claimed last summer after we got promoted he would not make the same mistakes again and allow the club to struggle, yet he has. I, I don't, can you blame Scott completely? I, I, it's so difficult. No, I don't know the machinations or what goes on in a boardroom. I haven't got a clue. But I assume the buck has to stop somewhere. But does it stop with the owners? Does it stop Every- with Scott? Does he need to resign? I mean... I Everybody I speak to who knows or has dealt with Scott Duxbury tells me that he cares deeply about the club. He gets as frustrated as we do when we lose and, and, and so forth. Again, this comes down to, and we've, I almost feel like we're repeating ourselves, but it comes down to the fact that what is plan B? 
what is going on, Mr. Scott? What is happening up there? Let us in. We are supporters. Who is the man that takes pictures in front of his Christmas tree? And I've said it before. <laughs> Introduce it. Who is he? What does he do? He's he scares me. What what's the policy? You know, just all of that stuff. He for for me, he's accountable for woeful communication. Uh, you know, I'm really not going to disagree with that. The communication from with inside the club is terrible. Have yeah. you noticed recently, like on the social media, it's Let's show them games where we scored loads of goals and we were really good years ago, which mm. is something that I do, you know, on our social media because I can. It's not really up to the club to do that and go, hey, remember when we were good? It's up to you to make us good, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not, I, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't like this whole calling for chairman's heads. It doesn't end very no. well. We've seen it how it's gone at Newcastle. How long were they trying to get... Um, yeah, Mike Ashley. Out, you know, I, I, I think I think our setup is is a little bit more straightforward than that. But then there, there's obviously, and I think we can touch on it. There's obviously those rumours. They're not really rumours, actually, but kicking around. Obviously, the financial situation, which we've spoken briefly about before. So there's a lot of prickly stuff behind the scenes that you know, obviously. It's their business, the, the Potsos. I, I wouldn't demand to walk into Argos um, and demand to speak to the owner him, for him to show me his portfolio and you know what what his profit margins were last season and so forth. And I, I get that, mm. but what? But as, as a customer, as as we're we're, we're told yeah. we are, but yeah. as a supporter of the club, I, you know, I've got a right to ask what on God's earth is happening up there. You know, what what's the situation? Tell me. Yeah. I'm really interested to know. And I. Um, <sighs> I, I, I don't think any good ever comes from that. And I don't think we're at that point either. We have no. to remember where we were before the Potsos and before Scott took over. We have to remember that. It was pretty bleak, really. A stadium that had sort of two and a half sides at best. We were playing for a very long time in the second tier without even a sniff of looking at the top tier. We hadn't been to an FA Cup final for 30 years. Blah, 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 blah. So we have to remember where we are. And where we were, but please talk to us. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not asking you to go. I don't want you to go. I don't want the Potsos to go, but please talk to us. Let's have a chat. Let's have a chat because we we probably hear different things to what they do, I think, as a, as a, as a fan. And, and now as with a platform where people talk to us, a lot of what we hear is Watford till I die. I'll never stop supporting Watford, but we feel a little bit disconnected from the club. I totally feel that as well. And I think there, there, there could be so many ways to fix this quite easily and, and, and they're not being addressed. So, yeah, I, I think calling for, for heads is a very, very bad idea. Perhaps if we were languishing in Division 4 and, and we hadn't won a game for 10 years, I might be saying, there's something really not right here. But come on, we're in the Premier League. We've been looking at like a Premier League team for the last five, six years. We had a good season last season. We had a day at the pond. Just be very careful what you wish for, I would say. Um, yeah, that's it. What we covered earlier, you know, we're, we're one... You know, one decision away from you know from God knows what. Look at Charlton Athletic now, who, who's obviously lurking around there. What well, one of our uh, yeah, Lawrence you know, Bassini, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, how that man's even allowed near football is beyond me. There's always somebody worse off than you, I think. And yeah, well, I saw Reading. A- Reading are, are, are struggling a bit, and they're they're already having a go at their manager and stuff. I saw a video. Swansea is it yeah. as well? They're also having a go. Yeah. I, I know a, a couple of Reading fans, and they're, they're, it's dire over there at the moment. I mean, the, the, the club are, you know, potentially if they go down and they're, they're, they're near the foot of the table because Derby keep picking up points. But if Reading go down, I mean, they are in a, in a position where 
the money that they owe, they potentially could not fulfil their fixtures next season, mm. which means they go out, they go out of business. Yeah. Well, look at Derby as well. I mean, you know, twenty one point yeah. deduction and. But that's the championship. The championships are, is a bizarre, bizarre place. You know, with the financial fair play and you know and that that's a worry because obviously as a Premier League side, you you know we go down and uh, you spend a couple of seasons in there. Once the old parachute money stops, it starts to lend affects what you what you can and can't do so it's, it's yeah. imperative really that you, you get in and get out as, as, as quickly as possible which we were fortunate to do last time around but, that was the yeah. that was the anomaly though we wouldn't normally have done that we'd have languished for a few seasons and very unlike us and i think uh eight years is the it's something rough... long it feels like yeah. it. it feels like it when you're relegated and trying to get back up it really does yeah yeah and it's a it, they're long long seasons of championship brilliant i love the championship you know and if we if we do go down despite my fears of what the long-term thing will be for the club I, you know you said to me are we going with 100 in the championship next season from a supporter point of view going to the games and, and that side of it there are worse places to be absolutely and no more var either which, no in our uh... like they're bloody introducing <laughs> Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament, covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be OK. Sport Social. Okay, here we go. Here's another question. This is from Dean Cresswell. Something completely different for a minute. We will be sort of returning to these waters that we've trodden um, already. But Dean Cresswell says, uh, I genuinely don't know why Everton are always portrayed as this seemingly big club that players want to move to. (laughs) Great comment. It is a great comment. Come on, they are a fairly big club. I mean, in the 80s, they were winning FA Cups and were always sort of knocking on FA Cup final doors and things. I I can only speak from my knowledge of Everton, which admittedly would be from the sort of mid-80s onwards. Don't think they've ever been relegated out of the top flight. Very close once, but survived it. I mean, what's your definition of a big club? I mean, they're they're bigger than Watford, arguably. I mean, they are bigger than Watford. Let's... Here's the problem when we get into these these murky waters is people will go, we're a big club, we're a big club. Y- your definition of, of a big club is what your your history, what you've won in the past. So Nottingham Forest are a big club because they they were European champions then, I assume, is what you're saying. Despite the fact that they, you know, they've languished in the championship and division one for God knows how many years. Okay, I so think... would you say that Nottingham Forest weren't a bigger club than Watford because they are? They are a bigger club than Watford. Based on what? Two European Championships for a start. Okay, but, but that that's FA that's Cup finals. You're... I don't know if they've yeah. ever won the FA Cup. I assume they have. I know they um, have been in FA Fact, Cup finals because I remember fan, them... fan base. Maybe you know what whatever. What what is a big club? That that's what I'm saying. Is it is it your, your history? So as we've just covered, I've used Forest there. Or would you say Man City are a big club? 
Well, Man who, City are huge. They're they're in right. a different stratosphere because they are. But but they've never won a European Cup. So yet, who's bigger? But but they're not. They haven't won a European Cup. They've won the Premier League a few times. They have, but Forest have won the first division when it was the Premier. League. And and this is this is the the argument for this for me. Mm. I I don't I don't like the term big club. I think what a big club is is your stadium, your supporters. Your, you know, Glasgow Rangers. I use them. Massive mm. club. Well, Celtic, Celtic, are Celtic, the biggest club. I think, yeah, huge club. Yeah, massive club. What what happens is fans have this expectation, and Arsenal fans are brilliant at this because they they make a living out of careful. Um, expect- no, no, no. It's right. <laughs> Arsenal fans are brilliant at this because careful. they make a living out of expectation and where they should be. And in their opinion, they're a big club. Anybody from the outside of that, pff, they are Arsenal a big, big club. Arsenal are a big club. Are they? Yes, they've they're won the FA Cup. Club. They've won the Premier they, League. Uh, listen, okay, th- listen, but Nottingham Forest are a big club because they won the European Cup. Yeah. So they can't all be well, big clubs. Well, are we on about where they are now as of this date in 2022? You tell me. This is this is what I mean. This is su- this is a wiry old horrible conversation. I don't like this conversation. It, 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 it annoys <laughs> all right. Well, I, there's an I, easy way I, of I settling got, it. There's an easy I way of settling trolled. it. Yeah. I got trolled uh, by Everton fans because yeah. the the vlog that's available on YouTube, and you can still see this. I called out Everton fans. I said because they're they're naive because they they've got this obsession that they're a massive club. They're not a massive club. They sit in the shadow of Liverpool across the other part. They're a massive club. Everton are a club that shares a city with a huge club. They're not a massive club. Are not, they, not by any stretch. Are of they bigger than us? Everton. Yeah. A lot of teams. Yeah, bigger club, yeah. Yeah. Everton are, yeah. Based yeah. on what then? Based on fans, based on stadium, history, everything. They tick all the boxes, don't they? Right. Liverpool, okay. you know the same. Okay. But, okay, so are Luton a massive club? No. They've won the League Cup. Yeah. They have won the us. League Cup. Yeah. Are they bigger than us, though? You'd have to take everything into consideration as well. Exactly, of... and that's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. this is a... You know, this... This oh, is a, we're not going to sort this on one podcast. This, no, you can't. Isn't? This is a conversation for the pub. This is. I mean, not, you can't. We can't do this. <laughs> and this will split the room right yeah. down the middle. Yeah. Because it, what is a big club? I, I just. I don't. It's like very subjective, isn't it? What is a big club? I mean, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. you know if you support a big club for a start. I think yeah, you like know Le- that. Look at, look at Leeds. You know they wind me up. But when you go there and you see, oh, it's a horrible old ground. But yeah, but before you and I existed, they were massive. The seventies. Look at the, you know, massive, they massive. Club. But they they languished down there, and now people, you know. But Leeds fans, we're a massive club. Oh, buy it, we're a massive. But, <laughs> oh, he's, he's oh, doing your chuff- accents. Oh, chuffing it all. Oh, we're massive. <laughs> but it's, uh, uh, you know, it, it it's all in the eye. You know. Would I ever say Watford are a massive club? No, I wouldn't because well, we don't. It depends where you boxes. are. It depends where you are. I suppose well, if we're playing, were we a big club in the eighties? Yes, we played in Europe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it depends. I suppose it depends on the shirt the guy next to you is wearing. That's what it comes down to. If you're wearing a Watford shirt and a bloke next to you is wearing Plymouth Argyle, you'd probably go, I support a bigger club than you. (laughs) But if he's wearing a Nottingham Forest shirt, now you're into semantics. I mean, you know, you could argue, well, come on, you've won the European cup twice so yeah you are yeah but i'd have to swallow that i'd have to go you're right we've not won anything like that would you swallow it would you swallow it from somebody that was 19 or 20 wearing a nottingham forest shirt yes because of the history you'd have to i wouldn't 
Why not? I'd say, what, what, what would you know about it? You weren't there. No, but his dad he, was, or his granddad. His, his dad might have been, but don't you stand there and tell me you're a massive club. You've never seen your team in the Premier League. How are you a massive club? Don't Ooh. you dare stand there going to me, you're a massive club. Your yeah, dad's I, your I understand granddad. I understand your argument, but Good. but you That's and I, at our age, would have to go, yes, he supports a bigger club than us. Well, in the 80s, I played. we played in Europe. I was a baby. Yeah, so but... Not, not a Forest fan. But you would have to concede at your age, yes... Forest are a bigger club than Watford. They've probably I, I, got they, stars above their crest. We'll, they, they we'll have, never yeah, have that. Exactly. Yeah, we'll never have that. But I, I, that's why I don't really get into those romantic conversations about, well, oh, we're massive clubs. <laughs> really? Are you? Okay. In your head, you might be because we're, well, the Invincibles. We were the Invincibles. Ah. Okay. How many games did you see during that run in the Invincibles? Oh, well, it was only five. Well, shut up then. Well, does Don't that matter? Come... Does that matter? Yes, it They're does. part it of the club. Matter. They still go. They still no. support Arsenal. Does, okay. does it matter? Does right. it matter? We might need a separate podcast on this. <laughs> Let's leave that there. We'll come back to that another day. Good question, because that brought out some uh, some raised voices. Some anger. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Next question comes from Greg Theaker, who actually says, uh, I, I uh, listen to all your podcasts and watch them, and I hugged Carl at Newcastle, things we do for a point. So, God bless uh, you. Apparently you had a hug at Newcastle. Uh, he says... Um, it's, not, it's not unusual, to be fair. Right. He says, uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I fear this pre-season we will see yet another reboot. Now, talking of pre-season, our pre-season was dreadful, wasn't it? Do you remember? Absolutely mm-hmm. appalling. And we went, it's all right, bad pre-season, good season. It's only pre-season. How, as, as how wrong we were. It's only pre-season. Yeah, that's yeah. what we said. Uh, he continues, uh, if Gino said, hey, let's look at the Football League and invest in an up-and-coming British manager and fully back the project long-term, who out there do we fancy? Can I chuck a few names in, he says. Ryan Manning, Ryan Lowe. John Eustace, possibly with Warburton. I think what he's saying there is, would we back a British manager in the long term and who would we look for? I don't really know. I've got to be honest. I, I, I question why. Why do we need a British manager? You know, I, well, for me, what what does, I, I, what do they add? Well, British managers, let's see. Graham Taylor, British manager, did rather well with us. A.D. Boothroyd, British here manager. In this, in this, in this instance... What, what would a British manager add to what we have? Nigel hey, Pearson in, did quite in, well. Stop shouting names <laughs> at me and answer my question. What would, what would a British manager add to our current situation and pool of players that we have and how the club is, is moulded? Because well, the, 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 the owners are never going to say to a manager, no matter who he is, there's the checkbook. You go and find all your players that you want to bring to the club that's never going to happen right but the question was about a reboot so let's assume we are they in the... change their act yeah okay so so reboot you switch the computer off it started up again you know a lot about this <laughs> <laughs> he's done that on purpose god he's got oh he's got me on the hook tonight ladies and gents <laughs> so we're starting again we've got the players that we think we're going to have the ones that we think are going to disappear have gone we're in the championship we've got a British manager uh, yeah. and we say to him you are a manager you're not a head coach you're in charge you can do the recruitment because we've tried that and it's not been very good the last few years over to you who are you going to pick Robert Page springs to mind although he's Managing Wales knows Watford, yeah. though, British manager. I, I, I generally I can't think of anyone from from a you know why okay 
I'm playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> Why not just stay to Roy? Roy, stay on another season. Well, because he's just he's going to be 75. Uh, you know, okay. Uh, well, that's ageist. You can't say that. No, it's you not could... ageist. It's not ageist. He'd be the oldest manager, I think, in any league, wouldn't he? There's one other who I heard the other day is the same sort of age. Name escapes me now, but there is another manager, same sort of age as Roy. But does he want it at 75? No. Rebooting but... and starting again. Wait, okay. So if I just... Who's out there? Who's going to set the... That division a lot. I mean, did, did he just mention Mark Warburton? He did, yeah. At, at QPR, no, oh, dear God. Yeah, but with I, John Eustace. Has I John mean, Eustace look, done any management? Is he managing? No, nah, he's, he's sort of uh, he's a coach, isn't he, or, or, or assistant? Uh, I don't know. It's, that's a real tough. I mean, I love I love questions like that because it does make you think. But I don't know. I just don't know who's out there that I would think. Yeah, here we go. This, I don't this either, is a, this to be is, yeah. This this is a wrestler. I mean, you, you're talking about Frank Lampard was mentioned as being a potential manager of us before Roy. I, I didn't really think that was much of a go, or I couldn't see how that was going to. Make no, things any better. It's never going to happen in a million years, is it? I mean, you know, you, you're talking about the the championship, which in itself is a lot a lot tougher place to be with the, with the games, and you, you kind of want somebody with experience of the league, I guess. Mm. You know, mm. my my biggest fear is people would probably shout out, "Well, it's time to go and get Mark Hughes because he's been out <laughs> for ages." And I know how you feel I, about I, Mark. You know Hughes. how I feel about that, and then the, you know. Who, who else? There's there's loads of managers uh, that have done it in the in the in the championship. Neil Warnock, you know. But would I want to go and watch? Mm. What see, I did Neil Warnock's football. Mm, I didn't like Not Neil really. Warnock till I read his autobiography, and I suddenly yeah, thought he was amazing. Yeah, brilliant character. Don't yeah, get me yeah, wrong, but yeah. no, I just I just don't see what. Well, he's he's very much in the Roy category, isn't he? Neil, Neil Warnock. Go and get. If, all right, yeah, I'll throw one out there. Sol Campbell. What has he? Where's where else has he been? The manager. Managed, I'm trying to think where else he's managed. Leagues. He, he? he hasn't really had an opportunity. So if we if we're going to reboot, you know, I remember years so- ago we were we were linked with Graham Wesley, and I was thinking, really, Graham yeah. Wesley? <laughs> I don't know. I don't honestly don't know. I can't even it's see. A, we never. It's know. a horrible question. It's it's a great, but it's it's such a difficult question. I mean, the fact that we're in the championship, and you're you're then turning the cheek here and saying, oh, actually, the owners have now said to whoever that is, bring in your own your own style of players you we really want somebody that's going to play football we don't yeah. want long ball merchants you know um the next sam Allard- sam allardyce no 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 all, no all all these names i mean i'll tell you here if you gave me a choice of a manager that i would love to see at the club uh brighton's manager really uh graham potter Gr- graham potter I'd, yeah. I'd, honestly if graham potter just to, to, just to put a name out there just done an unbelievable job at brighton um yep. play some lovely football brilliant Fantastic. I, not that not that it would ever happen, but mm, I agree. Well let's should we go into something a little bit more lighthearted now? I can see please. your blood pressures up. I can see her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, please. I have nearly <laughs> finished this bottle as well. And I'll, I'll Do you need want to get another one? one? Do you need another one? Do you want to get another I'll, one? I'll have to have a we'll have to have a, a break. And I just, I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right, well this comes from David Lavender. This will be fun. This will be fun. This is much more lighthearted. Uh, he said, name your best Watford five-a-side team. I bet you can't. There's the challenge. Now, <laughs> now before, you, <laughs> before, you, before you break down. Uh, oh, David. You will keep changing players around, he says. I've come up with a side without any real thought, but could easily pick another half a dozen sides. So for a five-a-side team, you're looking at one goalkeeper, two at the back, one in midfield, one up front. Is that it? Yes. 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 Quick okay. maths, but yes. Quick maths. Yes. <laughs> so this is what David suggests. In goal, Tony Cohn. Uh, then you've got John McClelland. I don't know if you remember John McClelland. Brilliant centre-back. No. Les Taylor. 
Uh, again, brilliant midfielder. Ronnie Rosenthal and Lufa Blissett. Ooh, okay. He said some more players I could have picked are Abdi, Talbot, Barnes, Mooney, Robbo, Porter, Smith, and many more. Over to you guys. Good luck. So, I mean, I, I, I'm I pretty sure I'm not going to disagree with Tony Coton in goal. I'm trying to think of another Watford goalkeeper that has ever matched Mr. Coton in my years. Alec Chamberlain, possibly. Gomez. But yeah, I think I'm going to go with Tony Coton. See, what he's done there is he's done John McClelland at the back and he's got sort of two midfielders. He's got Les Taylor and Ronnie Rosenthal. So if we go with go, Davies. Go with that then. D- let's do that then. So Tony Coton in goal. So you've got one defender now to pick oh am I picking that well we'll both pick one firstly I'm going to put Herelio Gomez in goal on my, are on you my side. not Tony Cohen yeah. okay alright no, no. Okay. I, I, purely because I think he from his Brazilian roots he'll be awesome at five side okay alright um, so def- defender wise I'm going to go with Robbo yeah I am I'm going to go with Robbo Absolutely go with Robbo. So it looks like he's gone for two in the midfield he's gone for Les Taylor and Ronnie Rosenthal Jono I think Needs to go in there uh, as a midfielder. Yeah, trying to think. It's, we've had so many. Let's go mm. for Delafeo, I think. Oh, yeah. like it. I, I'm going to have um, Jono as well, and I'm going to have Alman Abdi. Alman. Okay. So we're, we're coming down to striker territory here now. One up front. Oh, it's a tough one. I think I'm going to say Troy. I think I'm going to say Troy. I'm going to agree. So we, we're kind of in agreement. We're sort of looking at Tony Coton stroke Gomez in goal. We both agreed on Robbo. Uh, in the midfield, we both agreed on Jono. I went for Delafeo and you went for Abdi. And we've both gone for Troy up front. Yep. There you go. I'm happy with that. There you go. Hope that's answered your question, David. That's the end of the questions. Uh, thank you very much to everybody that sent a question. Yeah. Hope we've answered them for you. I know we skirted round a few and Cole got quite angry at one of them. <laughs> You went red. You went red, mate. That is a that is a separate podcast because it's in the it's in the eye of the beholder. That honestly, it's 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 difficult. That that is all about you know when we talk about football and opinions. Mm. That that's it. Some I I would base it on right. If you were wearing your Watford shirt, I'll stick by this. If you were wearing your Watford shirt and you're in a bar in Greece, and next to you you, most most years. Some years, and next to you was a guy wearing a, 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 a another team shirt. You'd have to, in your own mind, quickly go bigger than them, smaller than them. You'd have to make that decision because you know that the, the conversation is going to turn to football as soon as he's clocked you're wearing a football shirt, and you know it's going to turn to the last time you played them or your head to head against them or your yeah. history against their history. Should I tell you what I base it on? Go on. I'm in the same bar with you. Yeah. So me and you are in somewhere in Greece. Okay. Um, yeah. Half half oiled up. You know, okay. we're, we've had a good day. Yeah. Um, we've both got a Watford shirt on. In walks a Manchester United fan. Yeah. Okay. We so know where we away, stand. We know where we stand straight away with that. But but hang on, hang on. The the we, you know we get to talk to him. His name is Chris, and he lives in Southall in London. Doesn't matter. All right, Chris. Doesn't matter. Hang on. No, it does matter. It does matter. Chris, how many games you been to, mate? Oh, I, I just—I've got a sky. That doesn't mean he's got—he supports on, a smaller on. club, though. We're talking hang about on. the size of the club. Hang we're on. starting this again, Cole. We're starting again. It's, it's, <laughs> go on, go on. Chris, Chris, do you go? No, no, no. I've got a Sky Pass. I watch it on my sofa. All oh, right. So you've never actually been. So I've been to Old Trafford more than you. Have. Yeah, yeah. You've been to. Old, oh, okay. But Cole, right. so, we're now basing it on the supporter, not the club. No, I'm, I'm, I'm basing it right. Why does he support Man United? Because of their history and their and their past, right? I'm not denying that they're a huge club, mm. but I don't think I should be in the position where I go, oh, big club. 
big club, big club. Justin, a big, bigger boys have walked. Bigger boys, bigger boys have yeah, walked. But bigger in. boys have walked in. No, it's just but that I he... don't care. I don't care because I'm, I'm, I, I don't. I, as I said, I don't buy into this big club men- mentality. I think it's in the eye of the beholder. It, there are massive, massive clubs out there. Hmm. For all different uh, for reasons, but when you actually when you actually want to talk about this big club thing, you know who's a huge club. They've got to tick a lot of boxes to, for for me to to be a big club. And I've used right. Man United there, which, which right. is a poor example because, in my opinion, I'm going to, to add to, to this, clarify, this scenario. I'm going to add to this scenario. Okay, go on. So we've had this discussion with this guy, and we've had a few more beers. I've had a few more beers. His dad's walked in, who was yeah. born and raised in Manchester, but he moved to the south. Yeah. Right. And it's from there that he's continued his fandom of Manchester United and his son has followed him. Now, where do we stand on that argument? We have huge respect for the for the man that's from Manchester supporting his local team. Right. Does that's, this does yeah, this now mean that we are looking at them as being bigger club? And... No, because I, 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 I concede that they Man United was a poor example, actually, for, for, for me to use on this one. But, <laughs> but, okay. That, okay. but, but, they're... they're it, it, it's, it's all it's all relevant because th- that's my 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 view on it. When people start, and what I'm trying to get at is when people start going, "We're a big club, we're a big club." We're... Shut up, mate! Stop saying that because you haven't seen it. You haven't been there. You you've seen it on the telly. You've just told me so. Go away with your big club mentality. Well, hang on then. So let's go back to when, us. Let's go back to yeah. us. Do you remember us playing in Europe? I don't. No, I was a baby, but I don't go around going, "We're a big club, we're a big club." If if um if bar if a Barnet supporter was giving it to me, I was like. Yeah, Actually, but anyone anyone would say you, that to a Barnet supporter. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you a true story. I was at a train station after the England game when we lost in the final. Yeah. And I had, uh, sorry, I was with Colin and Colin had a, something Watford related on him. I think it was a face mask actually. Yeah. And this Northampton fan had the audacity to tell us that we were this, that and the other. So I just went, but can I stop you there, sir? This is the perfect shut example. Up. Yeah, I get this. Yeah. This is shut correct. Shut up, get on your train. <laughs> What the hell do you know about football being a Northampton supporter? Mm. You're more famous for your rugby team. Mm. And for shoemaking, I think. And for shoe yeah, yeah, for shoemaking. So get away with you. Yeah. Well you that's know. that I've got no truck with that. That's perfect example of big club, small club, because in those circumstances we are a bigger club. No doubt, but yeah, but but I, but, but I still don't think that if a nineteen-year-old Southall dwelling Man United fan came in and said we're a bigger club than you, and you went, actually, no, you're not. I'd be going. I think you're on your own here, mate. I'm going to bed. No, I can't see no, that, no, that ever. No, I've had, I've had enough, Justin. Justin. <laughs> I'm going but, to bed. Yeah, because no, I can't I'm, see how this would ever win. Yeah, how you'd ever win from this argument? I can't be, see because because it's the mentality. This it's a bit. It's a it's a fans mentality. When people keep going on about big clubs, little clubs, we've just said it about Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest, uh, European Cup winners, blah blah blah. Allegedly, they're a big club, but they've also, you know sat around the championship for God knows how many years. So mm, mm. I would I would certainly challenge somebody that went to me, we're a big club, because based on the whole package. Well, I'm, I'm totally got... behind you when the Northampton fan calls you out. I've got to oh, be yeah, honest. Oh, yeah, 100%. It, it was a bit of a wally, I've got to be honest. Um, <laughs> he must have been drunk. Because why would you pick you, on a Watford you, fan and call him out if you support Northampton? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Bless him. Yeah, bless him. I, I don't know. But... Um, yeah, I, I'm not a massive fan of that big club thing. I think that you see it on Facebook sometimes they put it like um, ultra, ultra 
club, you know, Man City, Man United, blah, 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 blah. And it, it kind of goes down in a, in a little table. It well, means nothing. Well, we have talked about this for quite a while, but here we go. So go on. what about these, you say ultra clubs, right? But there's always going to be a mm. certain top four or top six yeah. in the Premier mm-hmm. League. You know, these were the guys that wanted to start a European Super League last year. You know, they yeah. wanted to break it. They were that big. <laughs> They were that big that they wanted to break away and form a European no, no, Super no. League. They weren't, they weren't that big. They were that greedy. They, they, but Tottenham Hotspurs, Justin, were part of that. Yeah, Are you telling me that, that they're a big club? That's one. Well, they're bigger than us. No, I'm not. I'm not making the comparison. I'm asking you: Are they a big club? <laughs> they're bigger than us. Not forget they're not, Watford. They're not a big club. Forget Watford. Well, thank you. Well, hang on. Thank you. I suppose if you're going to do a top six, Tottenham would be fitting in there somewhere in this country as possibly one of the biggest top six clubs. Based, based on history? Results, current results, league positions okay. over the past 20 years. You know, they, they were in a, a, a European Cup final not so long ago. FA Cup finals, not won one of those for a while, but they Many were always years, winning yeah. them in the 80s. I remember the 80s, they always seemed to be in the FA yeah. Cup final. But th- that's what we're saying. When you when you start making those comparisons, and and as a Watford fan, I don't bother because if I can if I compared our club to virtually half of the football league, <laughs> we would sit below, you know. And there's that argument whether people want to admit it or not, and it it goes on. There's a certain club up the road that have won a league cup. Yeah, let's leave it there. Let's leave that there. That's a perfect <laughs> place to leave it. That is a perfect place to leave that. Great, but great. But honestly, that's the. If we could give out a prize, it would be for for that question because yeah. that, that's that's just yeah, brilliant. That, that was the one that took up the majority of the talking. Yeah, very sorry. Yeah, yeah. But no, honestly, that, that's what it's all about. It's about opinion, isn't it? It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Nice, absolutely fantastic. This is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. So you're off to Villa then on Saturday. I'm not going to go to that game. I'm going to uh, find other means of watching it. Your hopes... The Garden Centre. Yeah. (laughs) Your hopes for this game? My hope... uh, My my head and my heart are in two different places, clearly, but... Uh, my heart says that we will put on an amazing performance and get something out of the game. My head says that I should probably just stay in the pub and not go. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should get off at New Street and find the nearest Weatherspoons. Is what? I yeah, well, I know exactly do. where the Weatherspoons is. Don't worry, we, that's already in the plans. But no, look, you know, I, there, there is a part of me after that Brighton game, just to, to, to say very quickly, that I. I'm dreading Saturday because, you know, Birmingham's not a million miles away, but if I get half a similar performance to what I saw on, on Saturday at Villa Park... It's going to be I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know where to go after that. I, I generally don't. And you've always got to support the team, but I, I, don't, I, and I do support the team and I love the team and I want them to do well but I don't have to waste money on it. It's difficult, isn't it? It's really it difficult. It is difficult, yeah. It is difficult. You see all these social media posts, people put in things like, just got my ticket for whatever it is. Wish I hadn't bothered, but I'm going to go <laughs> anyway. And you, you, should, just, you just do should, it. You just there should be it. a helpline number under, underneath. That's the, a good the, idea. We need a helpline. Yeah. We need a Watford helpline. 0800. Yeah. yeah. Where I, do you something. know what I'd like to do is, is get like, um, you know, you can set up a, an answer phone yeah. and, people, and people can just ring in <laughs> and just, unload onto the <laughs> onto the answer you need a long make, tape it need to yeah, be a 90 I, minute yeah. tape but i think it would we must be able to do something digitally in this age but yeah. i think that would make just a brilliant podcast on its own i absolutely would yeah the unload line well if you want to do that sort of thing join us on a twitter space after a game because um we do tend to get some ranting you certainly ranted yes. the, 
the other day after the after the Brighton game. Um, so hopefully we will run up a Twitter space after the Villa match on Saturday, probably not too long after the final whistle, I would think. Um, it's something that we're trying to do going forward. It does bring out some good opinions and things. I'll probably be on some form of uh, public transport. I would have thought so, that. yeah. It's important yeah. to know which line you're on and, mm. and which station yeah, you're yeah, near. Yeah. Roving yeah. reporter. That's yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's one way of uh, being able to um, relieve the tension after a game. But, you know, I, I'm, I can't remember what we said last time when we did a points prediction thing. I think you said, if I remember rightly, we were going to draw with Brighton. <laughs> I'm not doing them anymore. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. People are going to start blaming me, too. They are. They, they are. Yeah, I, had some the... bloke, I had some bloke come up to me uh, before the uh, League Cup. Uh, I was walking down Harwoods Road and he went, hey, do not scratch your eyes. I went, all right, mate, how you doing? He went, 61 points. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm getting Mugged called off. out on this. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, got, yeah. You know, I've, I've still got, still living with that curse of that guy walking on the pitch all those years ago and conceding that one against Sheffield Wednesday. And now I'm living with this. So. Yeah, well, you let him on, mate. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, We're the so big champions. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're Thanks. talking about, you've got to listen to every single podcast and find <laughs> the one. <laughs> Where we read, because I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, we did talk about that a while back, 40 podcasts ago. Yeah, so uh, if you want to try and dig that out, be our guest. But yeah, all right, mate, we'll have a safe journey up to Aston Villa anyway on Saturday. Uh, Let's hope we get three points and have something positive to talk about. It is always easier talking about negative things on a podcast. Now I know why AFTV took off after the the last few days of Wenger, because it's just so much easier to go, we're rubbish. It's easier. Imagine a podcast where we're we're, we're amazing. how could brilliant. you have a just... podcast for Liverpool or Man City? It would just yeah, be it, must be t- it must be tough for those what guys. What do yeah. you moan about? There's nothing. Oh, Salah had a bad game. That'd be it, wouldn't it? You know. We still won 9-0. <laughs> yeah, but Salah missed a goal. What are we going to do? All right, mate. Well, look, have a good time at Villa and we'll catch up after that. Do join us on the Twitter spaces. Do also make sure you subscribe to our podcast and to our YouTube channel as well. The uh, the Twitter, which has gone over a 1,000 followers, by the way. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank that you is, for that. Um, very touching. Uh, that's DNSYE underscore podcast. YouTube is at DNSYE podcast. Don't look it up. I remember it from last time. Facebook is at DNSYE. Make sure you follow us on all those platforms. Oh, he's, he's showing me the... Oh, Instagram. Go on, what's Instagram then? You want Instagram? Well, you were flashing it yeah. at me there. I thought. Yeah, I was. Were... Yeah, I just, I've just pressed it by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram is DNSYE underscore podcast. Same as the Twitter then. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So... Yeah, do uh, do follow us on those and keep the comments coming in because you've just managed to give us an hour's worth of talking points there, by the way, with those questions that came in. So keep them coming in as well. We'll try and talk as many points over as we can. Look after yourselves, everybody. Let's hope we get a result against Villa. See you later. You horns. You horns. What for a massive club? Now, you see, I don't want to carry on. Oh, I'm going to carry on. All right, see you later. Ta-da. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.